Let us pray. God, we come before you at this time that is so full of emotion, tension, anxiety. And in the midst of all of that, we are here to celebrate the time we've had with one another and to say goodbye. So we ask that you hold all that we're feeling and all that we're thinking up and close to you this morning as we listen to your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. My dear St. Martin, that this day, one of our readings is from Revelations, a passage that we often read at funerals to provide comfort as we grieve. And here am I with you today, preaching for the last time after a wonderful five years of ministry together. And there's also in this reading from Revelations, the promise, the promise of what happens after we get through the great ordeal. The promise that at some point we will no longer hunger or thirst. And indeed, right now, many of us are feeling that great ordeal on so many levels. And so we know we have strength for the journey because of the promise given to us in Revelations. And as providence would have it, we also have the Beatitudes, the blessings. And I think sometimes we get some of them, like blessed are the peacemakers. I would say that's the favorite because we get that. It makes the most, it's the most forthright. <laughs> but some of the other ones are a little more challenging. And recently, as I've been reading Bonhoeffer's book on discipleship, which I shared with you this summer through a couple of sermons, he has a section where he gets into the Beatitudes. And I was thinking about that because this summer we chatted about Peter getting out of the boat while Christ is on the water amidst a storm. That bravery of actually getting out and not just simply gripping on the side and watching and shouting at Jesus over the water. And the wondering about you and I, if we were in that place, would we have the courage that Peter did? And what better day to ask that question than all saints when we celebrate people who have had that courage. And we're also reflecting on the people with that courage and the disciples and the Beatitudes. The disciples and the saints both were willing to seize the moment, seize the day, seize the promise of God's call and in doing so to give up and to give up all for God. Absolute abandonment of the ways of the world, the tug of the world, the temptation of the world to follow Jesus. And so here Jesus is directly addressing the disciples. And the disciples, Bonhoeffer reminds us, just a short time before, were part of that crowd. And in this passage, they are apart from the crowd because they left the crowd to follow him. And in here lies attention because the disciples are very aware of the crowd. They are aware that that's what they left to be with Jesus. And the crowd 
is confronted with an uncomfortable reality that the disciples have left them to go be with Jesus. Which then begs the question for the crowd about whether or not they are willing to go and do likewise. And so for a moment, let us begin to imagine this reading from the point of the view of the crowd hearing Jesus give these beatitudes to the disciples and the internal dialogue that might be going on inside them. Blessed are the humble in spirit, for they shall not put themselves before anyone else. Huh. To be blessed, I must first humble myself and give up everything. Blessed are those who grieve over the fate of the world, its sin, its shallow joy, for they shall bear the suffering through witness with Christ the Comforter. Hmm. Who would willingly bear suffering? Blessed are those who renounce their rights and leave justice to God. For God created the earth, and God will make the earth new. Who would really want to give up control of this world and allow God to call it the shots? Blessed are those who admit that righteousness comes from God and not from themselves, for they shall be fulfilled in Christ. But I thought that all human beings were supposed to be self-sufficient, creating our society, our laws. We're not supposed to look outside of ourselves or beyond ourselves for fulfillment. Or are we? Blessed are those who give up their own dignity and honor, for they shall share in the injustice and rejection of others. Who? Who would willingly give up honor they have earned, prestige and dignity accorded to them to walk with those who are outcast in society. Blessed are those who renounce their own good and evil, for they shall have purity of heart by looking solely to Jesus. I think I can determine good and evil for myself. Thank you very much. Well, St. Martin's in the last five years, I've witnessed your desire to be disciples, to get out of the boat. And together we have discussed and wrestled with and prayed about the responses that we have felt inside like the crowd in this story. And through this time, you have made many choices, often over and over again, to keep getting out of the boat and to keep putting yourself in situations that are less than comfortable, and indeed sometimes downright uncomfortable, in order to follow Jesus. For blessed are you in sitting down with your neighbors, to eat supper with friend and stranger, regardless of wealth or status. Blessed are you as you grieve the racism of this nation, the poverty of this city, the hunger of our neighbors, as you create spaces to learn and to listen, to dismantle the sins of racism and privilege in order to be made new in God's image. 
Blessed are you as you walk alongside your neighbors and advocate for justice and economic dignity and fair funding for public schools. Blessed are you to stand and say and learn how to say Black Lives Matter and word in lawn signs and marches and admit that you still have much to learn from our neighbors and brethren of color. Blessed are you to turn to scripture and prayer for answers when the ethics of our time create gray areas with sliding morals. Blessed are you when you admit that you do not have all the answers and that mutuality with God's people is a path paved with humility and gratitude. St. Martin's, each time you have gotten up and out of the boat and walked towards Jesus, it became just a little bit easier. And it doesn't mean that your internal dialogue of skepticism and critique went away. But over time, it found that it was no longer as welcome as in the past. May that humility remind you to continue to step out of the boat and seize the moment and say yes to Jesus despite the discomfort of rejecting the ways of the world. For in doing so, our resistance to God's will becomes a little less vociferous, a little more subdued, until one day, one day, as promised in Revelation, it will meekly pack up and go and find another more hospitable home to wreak havoc upon. May gratitude carry you forward and gift you the grace to be generous with others who are not yet ready to step onto the road of discipleship. And may, through the witness of the saints who have gone before us, who have passed through the great ordeal, and no longer hunger or thirst. May through that witness, may you aspire to be the saint that embodies the Beatitudes for the generations to come. Amen.